What's going on, everybody? Welcome to our week five recap of our 2022 fantasy football season. I'm here with my buddy Eugene. What's up, buddy? How's it going, Dave? <laughs> Superman. How are you? Uh, I would complain, but no one would listen. And that's <laughs> the opposite of what you want on a podcast. That's right. <laughs> Uh, all right, man, we'll get right into this. We've got a couple of listener questions that we can touch on. Uh, the first one comes in from John on Facebook. Uh, he is the Nick Chubb and Austin Eckler owner, and he is on his hands and knees praying and asking us if they will continue on the pace that they're on currently. Nick Chubb is our overall running back one, and Austin Eckler is our running back three. What do you think? So, I think they had the advantage of playing each other this week, and that's two that's crappy right. defenses. That's right, yep. So, <laughs> if they could play each other for the next uh, 12 weeks, yes. <laughs> Otherwise, uh, I don't know about that. I like yeah, Nick Chubb a little bit better than I like Eckler, though. Yeah, I think that's a theme with both of these players. If you look at their uh, strength of schedule through the first five weeks, is um, middle of the road at worst, if not uh, very good matchups. So, and Austin Eckler even got off to a little bit of a slow start. So, I agree that I think it's hard to expect them to finish as RB1 and RB3, but I think you're going to be happy with them regardless. They probably just won't be quite as stellar as they have been the first five weeks. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, I know John was was hoping that we'd say that he has the magic team, but no, he's got a good team. So it's good. It's good. Yeah, nothing, nothing to uh, to be too upset about when you've got the running back one and three on your on your roster for five weeks. So yeah, that's it's true. A good start. It's a good start. Okay, our next question was from Rhiannon, and she wants us to uh, try to. Uh, prophesize who we think the semifinal teams will be, so the last four teams playing for the championship, and then who we think is going to be the champion. I thought I would note who we picked, and then we can revisit this when it comes time in the playoffs. What do you think about that? All right. Um, <clears throat> you you want to go first? Do you want me to go first, or you want to take Tupac and I'll pick Biggie? <laughs> uh, no, I'll go first. I kind of sprung this question on you last minute, so uh, let's see if I can go through here. So I will say that uh, I uh, I did pick John, one of my final four. Um, Eckler and Chubb are a big reason for that, but having Jerry Judy, um, it's okay. A.J. Brown is good. Mahomes proved that he's uh, quite the gunslinger, so I, I like John's team. Um, I did pick Let's see who else. I actually did pick your team as well. Um, so I think with uh, Lamar Jackson at quarterback, Cooper Cup, um, need to find uh, – DK has been pretty good, so you got to wide receiver too. Um, could use some running back depth. If that's your issue since Elijah went down. But I did pick your team. Um, I actually also picked my wife's team. Um, I think the pieces, the pieces are there. Um you know, Herbert's starting to come back a little bit from his rib injury. You know, can, can really take off at any point. Um, I like her running backs. I like Joe Mixon and Miles Sanders moving forward. Um, uh, and then Kenneth Walker, the third. So she's got him on her, on 
anybody that doesn't know, Rashad Penny is gone for the year, which is one of the reasons why I didn't put Bridget in my Final Four, because she's really got many back problems now. And uh, it might may take some time for Kenneth Walker to uh, ascend <coughs> to that number one role, but um, I do like him a lot. And then, um, let's see. I put Kevin in there. Um, I think uh, he's got a little trouble at quarterback. He's got Geno in there right now. He's trying to figure out who his quarterback's going to be. But Christian McCaffrey and DeAndre Swift, uh, once they get themselves healthy and, and moving again, I think they might be as dangerous as uh, John's running back tandem. And then in addition to that, he's got Jalen Waddle, um, Ben McLaurin I'm not a big fan of. But Chris Olave has really proven to be uh, – Quite, quite the weapon in New Orleans. So, those are my four. So that's John, Kevin, Ree, and you. Hey. Um. So, for half of that, I'm in agreement. Um. <clears throat> I'm not tooting my own horn, but I'm thinking John and I, uh, perhaps a rematch somewhere in there from last year. So, yeah. I, I see those two teams. Um, <clears throat> and then I was looking at what would be some compelling matchups. Um, I, I, I like Kevin's team, but he's been on a bit of a backslide, uh, got some issues. So I was thinking Ree's team. Um, I think Ree's yeah. got some, got some good pieces that, you know, once the quarterback play steps up, you've got some, some depth there, uh, I guess she lives and dies by the uh, 49ers a little bit. Yeah, a little bit. So, But I do like the team. I think Tebow Samuels, if he gets going like he did last year, it's going to be hard to stop. And I've been uh, big on Justin Herbert for a while. So I, I do like her lineup. Then I'm kind of torn. I think it's compelling either way, whether it's you or whether it's Tiki. Um, she either fights her friend or she fights her husband. And uh, – both make for compelling matchups. Uh, I I think Tiki's team, I, I still say, before the end of the season, Shaquan Barkley will hit that bench because he's injured. Um, yeah. That gives me a lot of reservation, but I like Stefan Diggs. Um, uh, you know, I think she's got some good pieces. I'm going to, I'm going to go with you. All right. On the on the off chance that you don't uh, screw your team up, <laughs> moving around too much. Uh, yeah, you will be your own worst enemy. <laughs> You're not wrong. Usually, I like like I said, I like like a lot of these pieces that are about on the same tier, and then I always just choose the wrong one. Yeah. So, all right. Um, I'll gamble on you <laughs> that you will not do too much to mess <laughs> up your team. All right. So who do you, who's your pick for a champion this year after five weeks? Maybe we'll do this again after like 10 weeks or something. Uh, at this point, the way things are shaking out, it's hard to argue that John couldn't take it. Yeah, I agree. Uh, I just uh, – four and one start, which is much better than he did last year, but he's already got a lot of pieces in place. I, you know, Mahomes was my quarterback for how many years in a row, so you know yeah. I liked that. Uh, Eckler and Chubb, if they keep it up uh, – that's going to be hard to stop. Uh, I like I like Jerry Judy. Uh, if Russell Wilson can get it going, you know, I think 
that's a plus. A.J. Brown. Uh, Brown's biggest problem is going to be, you know, the red zone looks are going to go to Jalen. Uh, so I, I like a lot of those pieces, though. And he's putting up a lot of points every week and winning, and that counts. So I'm going to I'm yeah. going to go out on a limb right now and uh, other than tooting my own horn because I think I could beat him. <laughs> you want that rematch? I'll, I'll take it. I mean, <laughs> yeah. I ain't scared. Yeah. So to recap, uh, your final four, John, yourself, Re, and me, John being the champion, my final four, John, Kevin, Re, and you with John being the champion. So John, we just jinxed you. And now, as we always know, because we left her off the list, Monica will be Jim. Oh. It is destiny. Okay. Yeah, Monica will win it all. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. All right, man. You want to go ahead and get into the uh, get into the matchups? Let's do it. All right. We'll start from the top this week, and this would be myself taking on Kenny. Um, didn't work out to be much of a matchup. Kenny is still struggling to find his way this year, and it has not been pretty. Uh, Kenny put up just over 81 points. I had a good week, um, powered by Jalen Hurts, uh, 144 points. Might be one of my, might be the highest I've done this year so far, but, um, yeah, uh, I was, uh, other than my choice to start James Robinson, who had a, a juicy matchup, um, could have started either pretty much any other running back <laughs> other than Chase Edmonds on the bench and would have turned out better. But, uh, hey, the kicker you picked for me got me 11 points. So that's much Look better. Look at there. I know. I told you old Mayher was going to be kicking a lot of field goals. I was surprised by the outcome of that game. but Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was a, it was a heck of a game. Um, but, uh, yeah, I um, – Looking at my team, um, you know, Marquise Brown has been a huge surprise uh, in a positive way for me. Uh, I did go into the Thursday night. It was the Indianapolis-Denver game. I felt weird about having both Pittman and Sutton on Thursday, so I decided to bench Pittman for Marquise Brown, and luckily that was a, a good decision because he has really been disappointing up to this point. Um but I tell you who has not been disappointing is Josh Jacobs, who I had him, I don't know, maybe three years ago, and he was just kind of just, it didn't work out. And uh, I kind of had a bad taste in my mouth, so I didn't want to draft him this year, but he was just sitting there and I took him, and I think he's like running back five on the year right now. He's been, he's been incredible. So um, I think he's on a bye this coming week, but uh, Josh Jacobs has been, I think I sang, uh, James Robinson's praises last week uh, about where where I took him uh, based on how he was doing, but maybe Josh Jacobs is the even better the better pickup I had in the draft. Yeah, you've kind of got some uh, interesting choices every week at running back. Uh, I need more. Yeah, I need more places to put running backs. I got too many, too many like middle of the road, but can you know get you a hundred and a touchdown. Yeah, I, I mean, it's a good problem to have. This is the problem you want every year, right? You want the bevy of good running backs, and that's what you've got this year. So um, four running backs this week scoring over 20 points for you. Not a bad yeah. problem. 
Yeah, it was, you can yeah. only play three. Yeah, yeah. I mean, this week is a bit of a um, an outlier, and uh, I think my my reservation is um, trying to find that running back that's consistently like a stud, right? Like uh, John's got two of them. He's got Eckler and Chubb that can get you thirty five points. Uh, it's rare, but um, unless Alvin Kamara really turns it on, um, I've got good running backs, a really solid, you know, prop pick from, but uh, at this point in the game, I don't have a top flight guy because I just don't, I can't trust Josh Jacobs <laughs> to do that every week. Well, so what's interesting about your running back, all right, they combine. If you take all of your running backs, all five, they combine for about 100 points. You have two touchdowns. Yeah, that's true. That's crazy. I mean, Kamara had 200 yards, but no touchdowns. So it's only equated to 22 points. Yep. Um, and Jason so Jacob, again, had, had close to 200 yards, but only one touchdown. So that only makes him six points better. Um. And, you know, I think that's a – that may be a bigger indicator is not only getting that 100 yards but getting those goal line touches, which Eckler is now getting um, and Chubb has been getting. I mean, let's face it, if, if Cleveland's in the red zone, they got Chubb. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that used to be uh, Kareem Hunt's area of specialty, but uh, Chubb, Chubb's been getting the, the goal line. And uh, I'm just I'm looking at the I'm trying to look at the bright side on the yeah. other side of the fence here and <laughs> yeah. uh, Dallas Goddard yeah he's been, he's been solid at tight end um, Derek Carr had a had a a good week um, well uh, and I'm looking at it there um, a touchdown for Cooper. Nothing for Evan, nothing for Harris, nothing for Akers, nothing for Goddard, yeah. nothing for Dobbs. No touchdowns. Right. Um, yeah, I think, I think, uh, and the disappointment of Najee Harris, like he is, he was playing Buffalo, so very difficult. Yeah, but no, 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 no. No, Pittsburgh did not play Buffalo. Pittsburgh went to Buffalo, yeah. bent over. <laughs> Applied Vaseline <laughs> yeah. and waited, <laughs> and it and it happened. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it happened. I mean, yeah. that was it's got to be the most embarrassing life loss in Tomlin's career. Uh, yeah. That was bad. It was really bad. I think uh, you know Kenny can piece some things together, but running back is a is a big big issue. Um, I mean, essentially, you know. Najee and Cam Akers are the two that we've trotted out there. Uh, there's nobody better on a bench, and the two of them combined for like 10 points. So that's a massive, a big problem. Yeah, I, I think um, if he were smart and listening, he would take that uh, one of those receivers and maybe offer a trade to a, a Mr. McPherson or there one of those go. running hey. backs. Yeah, come on, Kenny. You can make a deal. I'll take Mike Evans off your hands. I mean, I'm just of, saying. Yeah, uh, uh, receiver is one of my – it's been not terrible, but it hasn't been great. Of course, DeAndre Hopkins got sitting on my bench waiting for him to come back, but then I'm not going to know what to do with Marquise Brown. Right. So, I mean, 
you've got some decent receivers, but I think Mike Evans is clearly an upgrade. Yeah, I might have to. I might have to see if I can make a deal with Mr. King. But there you uh, go. Yeah. Let's see. So yeah, man. I think. Let's see. I finished number two team on the week. Thanks to uh, Mr. Jacobs' uh, Monday night output. Yeah. What in the world? <laughs> and my lack of my lack of any production from Smith Schuster. Yeah, that's been a disappointment. I'm sure we'll get to that. So we'll move we into our next match. We'll move into our next matchup. This was uh, John versus Rebecca. Um, John got the W, 131 to 93 and a half, roughly. So John improves to 4-1, our, our uh, championship lock <laughs> as of today. Uh, and uh, Rebecca falls to 2-3. And, three. and uh, yeah, John didn't get a whole lot of help from his uh, wide receivers. Uh, or anybody not need it. Eckler or Chubb. Yeah. Eckler, Chubb, and Mahomes got him uh, almost 100 points. Yeah. By themselves. <laughs> by themselves. Uh, AJ um, Brown, four points. Jerry Judy, seven points. Gerald Everett is tight end, less than a half a point. Naheem Hines, and one point. It's not like he made any bad choices. There really wasn't right. a lot on the bench that he could have done other than swapped. Montgomery for Hines, but I, uh, you know, that's yeah, that's that hindsight. Yeah, <laughs> nice. yeah. I mean, I think uh, he had already. Obviously, Hines was um, the Thursday night game, and Montgomery was questionable um, whether or not he was even going to play this past weekend. So I think John just said he's going to not take the chance of Montgomery being ruled out and uh, just rolled with Hines, but. Hines got knocked out of that game like immediately with a concussion, so it wasn't really yeah. a poor, you know, it was just a injury, injury issue. But um, so I, yeah. I gotta ask, I gotta ask. Yeah. Did you watch that game? I did. It was very difficult to watch, but I watched almost all of it. I don't think I've seen a game that pitiful Terrible. in a very oh long time. God. Oh my god, it was hard to watch. Um, especially when you've got a lot of pieces in that game, <laughs> and you're watching uh, Russell Wilson try to throw the ball to Cortland Sutton, it's it's painful. Uh, it was just not good. And then you know, I I don't know. And and it ended up being what seven field goals. That's the only scoring was. Yeah, that's right. It was it was soccer. Yeah, it's like the uh, the old Alabama LSU game. You know the. The SEC defenses squaring off against each other. <laughs> well, no, 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 no. I'd have been okay if there had been some good defense. There wasn't any defense either. <laughs> That's the problem. Like there was no offense, there was no defense. It was just ineptitude on both sides. Yeah, it was. Yes, it uh, was. It was just that was a bad game. It was hard to watch, but yeah. So you can understand why Jerry Judy didn't do quite so well. Uh, it came out recently that, um, uh, let's see, Russell Wilson has a partially torn lat, um, which is making it difficult for him to throw the deep ball. Uh, apparently it makes it hard for him to throw any football because it <laughs> looked that bad. It really did. Yeah. Um, yeah, but, uh, I, I don't know. That was that was an ugly game. And then Matt Ryan, uh, he was getting sacked every other play. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's just so if you've got any 
Colts or Broncos, it's a little tough to keep them in your lineup right now. But Yeah, thanks for that. On the flip side, if you see Kansas City playing anybody, there's going to be a ton of offense in that game. Yes, there will be, especially for uh, receivers because whoever they're playing is going to have to uh, play catch up. But uh, Yep, so, I mean, uh, for John, you know, he had the three players that just went off uh, with Chubb and Eckler sort of saying, anything you can do, I can do better. Yeah, in the same game, yeah. Yeah, I mean, that that's pretty much what it was. It was, oh, well, I can one-up you. Um, and then for Rebecca, just uh, there, there wasn't much going on. I mean, Derrick Henry still showing up. That's good. Brady did better. Um, yeah. yeah it's, it's, but, uh, it's interesting when you look at the two teams, like neither team got help from the wide receiver position. Um, both had at least one stud running back. It was just John's players outperformed Rebecca's. I mean, James Conner was doing pretty well. He got knocked out of that game with an injury. Um, but, you know, the quarterbacks did pretty well. John did better. Wide receivers did poorly on both sides. Running backs did well. John did quite a bit better. Tight ends did nothing. Uh, and then, you know, kicker defense, linebacker, pretty close. Um, so. Yeah, I mean, the big difference being, you know, the quarterback play was about a 10-point difference. And yep. then James Conner versus Chubb or Eckler, whoever you want to put him up against. Now, she did yeah. have a good running back sitting on the bench, Michael Carter. Oh, yeah. Oh, I didn't see that. Yeah, he yeah, had a pretty good right. week. He he put up, uh, what, 17? Yeah, yeah, but still, I mean, tough to, tough to roll him out there um, considering the lineup, but, you know. Going into the week, I don't think she made a bad decision. This is how it turned out the backside. Yeah, it was so. just an unexpected result. I, I did not expect Detroit to go out and just yeah, lay the bed. Yeah, that was very surprising. Like one of the best offenses in football and just absolutely did nothing. Right. I mean, against the New England defense that has been decent, but they haven't been that good. Right. So that was, that was surprising. And then – Miami, whose offense has been good, I mean, maybe Tua makes that much of a difference because uh, against the Jets of all teams. Yeah. Uh, I mean, guys, uh, did Bridgewater, did he go down? Oh, yeah, like first play. Okay, so maybe that yeah. contributed. I, I thought I saw something like that. that yeah, no, I knew Tua was out, but I thought maybe uh, Bridgewater lasted more than a quarter. So that probably contributed to it greatly, and I know that Tua is not playing this week. Yes. Yeah, I think he's already been ruled out. Bridgewater is a, a questionable. So uh, Tyreek Hill was a little banged up too. So but I think he will play this week. And um, really quick for, uh, I think, Kenny, Dak's not playing this week. He is going to practice but not playing. So just keep him on the bench. Apparently he feels good though. So should be soon. Uh, on a side note, I get to play Rebecca this coming week, and Derek Henry's on by, so pretty excited <laughs> about, about that timing. Oh, uh, that's like, oh, <laughs> uh, do you, you know? It reminds me of uh, uh, this movie with uh, okay, I can't remember it, but basically, you're an adult going against a bunch of kids in a spelling bee contest. <laughs> yeah, I know what you're referring to. I can't remember the name of it either, but. It was like a scam movie. 
It's a good movie. It's on Netflix, in case you're wondering. <laughs> Not a sponsor. Not a sponsor. Uh, in <laughs> fact, I have to give them, what, $19 a month, $22 a month, whatever it is now. I know. To enjoy their services. Everything's going up, but, you know, hey. <laughs> Inflation. Uh, all right, let's get into the next matchup. Keep this thing moving along. Uh, this was a really good one. This was Nick against Tiki. And uh, Nick snuck out a win, 116.5 to Tiki, 112.5. And, a half. Um, and uh, I think Nick can thank both Josh Allen for his <laughs> 42.5 points uh, and uh, the Dallas defense between, um, between the Dallas defense and Micah Parsons, who was his linebacker. He got 35 points out of those two players. That's pretty good. I mean, I have been saying all year that Dallas defense is legit, and I'm happy that we're five weeks in and they are still showing up. Yeah, um, they are in a big way. Um, look really, really good. I, I've got them in a couple of places, obviously not in this league, but um, they play Philadelphia this coming week, which will be a great game to watch. I just, I'm just i a little torn as to whether or not I can play their defense, but feel like you probably can roll with them. I, I mean, I think Philadelphia has the type of team that's going to do well against this defense. Um, and I hate saying that, but yeah. Jalen Hurt will make up for a lot of the issues that most teams have. And that sitting in the pocket and that defensive line is – if you can if you can tell me a better defensive line in the NFL – Go ahead, but I mean, I I think they have the most sacks. I mean, they are just getting after the quarterback. So Jalen Hurts with his mobility, you know, yeah, I'll be able true. to counter that a little bit. Yeah, that's true. That's a very good point. But um, yeah, I mean, that was the story for Nick's team. It was Josh Allen. It was Dallas defense. Outside of that, it was okay. Um, I know Zeke. People are probably. Disappointed with Zeke so far this year, and I, obviously Tony Pollard's very exciting, but um, Philadelphia is a really tough matchup this coming week. But I'm I'm actually I'm really uh, bullish on Zeke moving forward. His schedule gets quite a bit easier, like weeks seven through I mean almost through the end of the year. His uh, his schedule looks pretty good. I traded for him in another league, um, and when Dak gets back, yeah. Pollard will steal some, will steal some work from him, but I really like Zeke moving forward. He ran the ball 22 times. I mean, that's a ton of work. It is, it is, um, and a lot of that was because Dallas was trying to sort Run of preserve the, the right. lead. Um, yeah. But I think it's going to be a different dynamic with Dak back in the lineup, um, which makes me almost want to keep Cooper Rush in. Yeah. Uh and that's my selfish, you know, side wanting Dallas to win, Dallas but fan. Yeah. Yeah, but uh, Zeke is doing exactly what I think they predicted he would do this year, which is we're going to give him the ball. We're going to get him his 20 touches, but we're going to split time with Pollard. Pollard's going to get, you know, 10 or 15 touches. Uh and try to really wear these defenses out. Now, of course they were expecting Dak putting up 2 or 300 yards passing. So We'll see how that dynamic works. I mean, I, I my hope is Dallas does not go back to a situation where they're throwing the ball forty to fifty times a game. Um, I like yeah. this this run offense, ground and pound, um, beat them up, 
And that's good for Zeke because, you know, eventually he's going to be finding the end zone more and more. Yeah, well, I think, I mean, Dallas has had a decent defense, at least um, able to, to force turnovers, right, especially last year. They forced, they forced a bunch of turnovers. This year, with that D-line, you know, I don't feel like they will need to throw the ball as much as they did last year because they can lean on the defense a little bit. But I guess we'll see. Yeah, we'll see. Um, and I, the turnover thing, it's not uh, – they I, they got a couple turnovers against the Rams. They're not getting those interceptions like they were. Diggs is uh, – I think a lot of teams are baiting Diggs a little bit. They're, they're getting him to bite, and then yeah. they just kind of throw it just over his head. Um, because he's got that, that tenacity where he wants to undercut the route, pick it off and go. And so teams are really playing on that a little bit. And so that's hurting on the defensive side, uh, as far as turnovers go, but they're still, I mean, they're, they're solid. They're solid. Um, they are we'll see. quite, they're quite good. Moving over to Tiki's team. Um, I, I mean, there's nothing really to be too ashamed of. Uh, I mean, Ramondre Stevenson was good. He's going to be great because Damian Harris is out. And I think they play Seattle next. Um, yeah. No, Cleveland. They play Cleveland, which is uh, a very nice uh, rushing defense to play against. Saquon continues to look great. Her receivers were good. Um, and the digs looked really good. Uh, Russell Wilson was, the, was really the problem here. Yeah, I'm going to say it again. And it wouldn't have, it wouldn't have changed the outcome, but I would go with Trevor Lawrence. Yeah, I'm um, surprised he struggled as much as they did against Houston. Yeah, but Trevor Lawrence w- was one point better. But I think going forward, he's going to be a lot better. Yeah, um, I think Russell Wilson is a bench um, for at least the immediate future until he shows that he's. he's yeah, and then really, it, it it's hard to figure out again sort of the problem that you have picking which running back because if she had gone with any other running back over Singletary she went yeah right it's hard because especially with these teams that have two running back who's going to be the one that shows up you know Buffalo has uh, Moss and Singletary Uh, Cleveland you've got Chubb and Hunt um, Jacksonville, you got Etienne and hell, I don't know somebody. <laughs> Robinson. There you go, Allen Robinson. <laughs> I knew I was thinking of it. it he, James, he's on James your team. Robinson. Yeah, James. Yeah. Why can I? Uh, <laughs> the first names get you. I suck at names. <laughs> yeah, I think Devin Singletary was more of a. You know, he ran the ball well. He, he was running at seven yards a carry, six rushes for 42 yards. But they got out to such a lead. Josh Allen threw four touchdowns, two of them at least, very long bombs. They just didn't need them. And they were like, well, we're not going to get you hurt. We'll just keep you on the bench. So that was more a consequence of circumstance than anything else. Yeah, but yeah. so I think my point in all that was <laughs> get to the point. I like a lot of these running backs. But you never know when you're going to get something, right? Yeah. Um, I had that problem a lot. 
And so that, that's where you're I, – I think the NFL is going away from this. Um, it used to be, you know, 20 years ago, every team had their superstar running back, right? Yeah. Now most every team has at least two running backs. It, it, you could probably – there's probably less than 10 NFL teams that has that superstar that's going to be in there 75 80% of the snaps. I mean, look at Ezekiel Elliott used to be, I mean, he was the league's leading rusher three years ago, and now he's splitting time with Tony Pollard. Sure. So, so change the pace back. Yeah. So, I mean, you just, I, I think going forward, that's going to make the running back position interesting. Yeah. Yep. I agree. So, I think like last week or the week before, Tiki had, had, had a good win, uh, meaning she kind of, Underperformed and, and got the W, but this week it was the, the opposite. So anyway, we've made it through three of our matchups. We'll move on to the next one. Um, this is Rhiannon versus Ryan, and this Ooh. was an interesting one. Um, Rhi got the win, uh, almost 105 <laughs> to about 90, and uh, Ryan got four four goose eggs on his on his roster. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah. Uh, he, Ooh. he did. He did uh, reach out to me uh, after the game had started and said that, you know, he thought that when he added the Vikings defense, that Yahoo would automatically put it in his lineup, but uh, it did not. And, they uh, do not. No. Yeah, it it didn't. It didn't. Wouldn't have changed the outcome. Um, but uh, yeah, uh, got a goose from T Higgins, who was active, but um, apparently they didn't want to. Hurt, you know, ankle thing going on. They didn't want to get him hurt, so he he goosed. Darren Waller uh, got knocked out of the game pretty early, so that's a goose. And then the kicker, Young Hoo Koo, um, he made an extra point, but then he missed a field goal, so he got a zero. <laughs> well, <laughs> that's I, rough. I, I will never pick Koo for you, and it's not Young Hoo, it's Young Ho. <laughs> Very nice. Um, you got his first name right. I, I did. Yeah. I do know Young Ho. Yeah. Um, yeah. Not anymore. Not anymore. Um, yeah, not anymore. So, really, in this matchup, uh, the goose eggs don't don't help. I, I don't think you expect Waller. I guess he got injured. He did. So. Yeah, I mean, hamstring, cap him out. You really can't predict that. But then Higgins and, and looking at the bench, uh, there wasn't much help because there were a lot of players that uh, – a wide receiver for him that just weren't playing. So maybe the injury bug will go away. Um, and then and then for Ree, I mean, her stud was Gabe Davis, yeah. which I would not have predicted. Yeah, he, he came out week one, looked good. He's had some injury issues going on. But, yeah, like, you know, first couple of minutes of the game, catches a 98-yard touchdown pass. That's a pretty good way to start. It, it is. Um, <laughs> yeah. I mean, we're going to we're gonna talk about another long touchdown pass here in a, in a minute with, with my matchup. But that's a, that's a great way to start the game. Yeah. Uh, and again, it was Pittsburgh, so take it with a grain of salt. But 
I, yeah, overall, her team didn't really, like, thrill. It just did enough to win because of the goose eggs on the other side. Uh, yeah. But if I'm looking at, you know, from Ryan's team, he's got – Kyler Murray normally does better. So sure. sort of an anomaly there. Uh, Williams did better than expected. 134 yards, just no touchdowns, right? Right. And then Dalvin Cook did exactly what you want him to do. Yeah, Jones, no touchdowns. Waller and Higgins, no catches. <laughs> yeah. Um, Melvin Gordon, no touchdowns, but yep. solid performance. So I think that's sort of the trend this week is a lot of these teams, their studs put in work, just didn't find pay dirt. Um, yep. And, uh, I mean, you know, Ree's got Justin Herbert. He's the one throwing to Mike Williams. Um, Herbert had one passing touchdown, but it was a pretty disappointing week for him. They got it done on the ground with Austin Eckler, so he didn't have to do a whole lot. Um, his passing touchdown was Austin Eckler. Um, Mixon was fine. Uh, Miles Sanders, uh, Jalen Hurts had two rushing touchdowns, so that's that's where those went. Um, in that game, so Miles Sanders didn't get in the end zone. Still played pretty well, not great, but uh, well enough. But yeah, it was it was the story of the touchdowns. They just didn't. Neither one of this, these teams, outside of Dalvin Cook and Joe Davis, really found the end zone. So um, that's why you get the, the scores the way they are. Yeah. I would say the upside. Both of these teams have some upsides because this was down week for both of them. But Ryan, you know, filling some of those zeros, it'll be the much points. better. I mean, one, yeah. two, three, four zeros. You're not beating anybody with four zeros. No, usually not um, even with like two. So, and it was it was close. I mean, it was at, it was at the point where Darren Waller could have pulled it out Monday night, but then he posted another zero. So, yeah. nothing to help. <laughs> yeah, and then and then with Reed's team, I, I, there's a lot of upside to this team. You know, she wins in a down week. I think Herbert going to pick it up. I, you know, 49ers win without a lot of contribution from the receivers of the tight end, but uh, Garoppolo is an upgrade. Um, so Samuels and Kittle, you know, they're starting to get back into it. Kittle's starting to get back into it. I mean, five catches. Um, Got to start somewhere. He did, but yeah, gotta start somewhere. You gotta get back into that rotation and start getting those. You're not gonna do anything if you don't get catches. So. Yep, agreed. So it was a good win for Um Let's move into your matchup, bud. Ooh. On Monica. Uh, a couple of you mean, you mean I wiped the floor with her? Yeah, you did. Uh, 142 to 103 and a half takes you to three and two. Monica drops to two and three. Uh, yep, your buddy uh, Cooper Cup. Um, not only Cooper Cup, but um, Fournette looks really good. Yeah. Um, so I'm, I I was watching the Dallas game uh, at my niece's birthday party. Uh, <laughs> So you can tell what my priorities were. <laughs> um, but, yeah, I saw the Cooper play. It was it was against Diggs. Just yep. beat him, should have made the tackle. And then it turned into an 80-yard touchdown. So a long touchdown play. Otherwise, they kept him in check, uh, which, again, goes to that Dallas defense. Uh, 
And I know 125 yards doesn't sound like they kept him in check, but again, you you erased the one 80 yard play, and they held him to 45 yards. So right, I guess I'm glad because because Dallas still got the win and Cooper Cup still posted 23.75 points, so that works for me. Yeah, I mean, um, uh, Los Angeles scored one touchdown and it was an 80 yard bomb to Cooper Cup. So if they're going to score, you want to be the guy that's on your fans. Yeah, yeah, why not? <laughs> You, yeah. you don't want the uh, the goose egg from Detroit because you're not getting any points. That's right. Um, and then, you know, Fournette got in that end zone a couple times. That was helpful. Yep. So I took two of the, the three touchdowns for Tampa. I'll always take that. And then Tony Pollard, again, uh, they the Ram playing the Cowboys, Tony Pollard, right after the Cooper Cup, Cup touchdown, Tony Pollard – has a 50 some yard rushing touchdown. Uh, it was yep. literally back to back. So, yeah. That's uh, right. I was doing pretty well by by halftime of that game. And then, uh, hey, did you know that uh, DK Metcalf still plays football? Yeah, he does. And it looks pretty and good. And he showed up. So, I was pretty happy about that. Uh, I was glad to see Denver's defense put up points if they're not going to do anything else uh six sacks that's what i was talking about earlier you know matt ryan was just getting sacked all day and again it wasn't like it was because the defense was so good it was just it was almost like both teams were trying to lose but i'll take it i will take it yeah Um, especially considering that monica's defense had a had a day um so at least you offset that uh yeah it's good when you get 15 points from the defense that's a that's a strong outing yeah, I mean, and and not for nothing. Uh, Kirk Cousins had a pretty good day. Yeah, he did. How, um, he, uh, surprisingly, uh, you didn't have to lean on Lamar Jackson this week. Yeah, which is good because he really didn't play that great. This is two weeks in a row now, so he went from MVP candidate to looking pretty human over the last two weeks. So yeah. I'd like to see that change next week. But again, it's uh, the the matchup's been a little bit tougher. Cincinnati, I think, is a is a good team on the cusp. Uh, yeah, getting better. Yeah, they're getting better. But uh, for Monica, her her receivers just didn't contribute. Again, CD Lamb, CD Lamb with with Prescott, number one receiver. CD Lamb with Cooper Rush. Uh, Cooper's not out there to win the game. Cooper is out there to not lose. Right. And. That affects value. Um, she got nothing from her tight end, um, and, and really nothing from her running backs other than Pierce. Right. So, but the special teams, Carlson and Buffalo putting up thirty points, and yeah, that much from that helped. But yeah, yeah, it that helped. helped. Yeah. It helped. But yeah. but I agree. This was just. Um, I was surprised Jamal Williams had such had those struggles against New England, but. Yeah, it was pretty much Damian Pierce looked good. Kirk Cousins had a good a good week, and then it was uh, kicker and defense were were really good. Uh, but outside of that, it was it was tough. Yeah, and I I sort of look at the bench and say, you know, could she have done better a little bit? But even with her best players, she doesn't beat my one forty two. So right, it was just a tough week for her because my team put up just big numbers. I mean, my worst player is Smith-Schuster at four points. So yeah, I think I it's will. time for him to find the bench. 
background. I I've been uh, thinking about that, you know. Yeah, uh, I would take a I would take a hard look at uh, Pickens or um, maybe Gallup, depending on the matchup. But George Pickens, yeah, man, Kenny uh, Pickett seems to like him. Yeah, I like Pickens if we can get um, you know, some consistent quarterback play in Pittsburgh. I like that that spot. That's why I've kept him. Um, and and what I I like Michael Gallup. I I think he's phenomenal. But again, that's the Cooper Rush issue, where I think he will be much more valuable when Dax gets back. Uh, and then the rumor mills have been flying. That's why I picked up. Yeah, I noticed OBJ. That. I noticed that. Just waiting to see where he lands. Yeah, yeah. So I'm like, eh, maybe, maybe. Why not? Why not? At the very <laughs> least, he's trade bait. That's right. Yeah, why not? Doesn't hurt. So definitely a good win for you. Like you said, you finished, uh, I think, third on the week. But, yeah, I mean, all of us in the top three were in the 147 to 142 range. So it was tight. It was tight at the top. Yeah, it, it's it's hard to beat a team scoring 140. Yeah, it, it is. Yeah, it used to be, uh, you know, back back in the day, we used to say if you scored over 100 points, you're doing well, but we've added a couple of positions since then. So really it's more like the 115 range is where you're you're feeling pretty good about yourself. Yeah, but, I mean, I, I like the dynamic. Uh, so I listen to some of these other podcasts, and they talk about putting up 180, 200 points in a week, and I'm like, how? <laughs> then yeah. I realize, you know, they're in 18 leagues and – yeah, or PPR or, you know. Whatever. Yeah, they're playing all this stuff, and I'm like, nah, 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 nah. Come on, it's much harder with 12 or, yeah, 12 teams. It is. Yeah, the talent pool gets, gets pretty shallow, especially when um, you're starting more and more players, right? We used to have a smaller smaller uh, roster that you had to start, but now we've added an extra spot, having another running back and a dedicated flex. So depth is an issue. Yeah, but, I mean, I really like that. Um, how about we put up a poll and let everybody vote? What do you think about the uh, that new spot for the running back, tight end, wide receiver? I like it. Yeah, I like it. Spot. Yeah, I do too. I do too. We can do that. I'll put it on Facebook. Um, it sort of reminds me back in the day of the what the flex spot that we used to, did. We had that like ten years ago. We did have it at one point, and then we took it away. Um, you know, we kind of we kind of dance around and do different things, but. Uh, we did try it a while back and ended up leaving it, but I think it's I think it's good. I think it's a couple wide receivers, a couple running backs, and then some some flexibility down there at the end. Well, I, I think the great thing is I think you and I disagree. You are still very much pro running back, and I'm sitting there going, "Wide receivers, man, this is well, pro football." Yeah, especially this year, uh, you're not wrong. Running backs. So are, it kind of it kind of allows us, you know, if you want to run three running backs do it and if i want to run three wide receivers gives me that option so i like it yeah i think um my whole thing around running backs is not that they are the end all be all it's just that if you do not have good running backs on your roster they're really hard to come by on the waiver wire whereas wide receivers there's just more of them there's more of them to come by there's more one week flyers you can take a shot on um that could could produce, whereas running backs with guaranteed touches are very, very hard to come by. So, I feel you. Yeah. But I that's, think that's more that's because it. the league is 
transitioning towards, you know, scoring points. And then in five years, we'll be talking about the league transitioning to the run game because all the teams have forgotten how to play the run. Yeah. We'll see. Yeah, we will see. All right, we got one more matchup to talk about. This is, uh, I think, uh, the highest scoring team of the week. I think the highest scoring team in our league. Yeah. Um, it's uh, Bridget versus Kevin. Kevin had a good week, 125, but it was not enough to take down Bridget. Bridget scored almost 147 points. Um, and it was uh, really, uh, you know, she she's going to have some trouble moving forward, but um, <laughs> those wide receivers, even with Amon St. Brown, Amon Ross St. Brown not doing anything. Um, Justin Jefferson, 21 points. Devontae Adams, 31 points. And then Brees Hall, uh, she definitely took some chances at running back. Um, Brees Hall has taken some time to get going. And it, it was an outlier of a, of an output, but, you know, he is coming on and he put up 29 points this week. So, uh, Unfortunately for her, she lost Rashad Penny for the year. So that's that's the downside. Well, I, I don't know if it's a downside because if uh, you know she can she plug has, Hall in and she move has him nobody out else. of that. She has nobody else. Well, she'll find somebody. I don't know. Okay. Like I said, if you haven't been hunting the waiver wire, and I mean this is the whole reason that I continually – Try to build I've been my hunting team. the waiver wire. I got OBJ. Suck it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'm not speaking to you specifically. I'm saying there were opportunities for Bridget to bolster her bench so that any holes at running back could be filled. But I mean, she's only got out. Literally, only has Alexander Madison on her bench. And while he's a good backup, he is a backup. And you know, unless Dalvin Cook goes down, he's not going to do a whole lot. Yeah, yeah, fair enough. Um, I this so I think I told you this going into Monday night's game. I'm sitting there thinking, "Wow, I I've actually put up one heck of a week. I don't need Smith Schuster to do much, and it looks like I'm leading the way this week." And then before the night was over, you and Bridget had both passed me in total points because of uh, you know. Devontae Adams putting up 31. I was like, really? Yep. Uh, so, yeah, it was kind of uh, – if Devontae Adams had put up his standard, she would have come close to maybe not winning this matchup, but he put up a huge number. Yeah, you're um, right. So it just it just worked out. Um, yeah. And then Brees Hall – I uh, I was just noticing that yeah it was this was the big shootout. Um, obviously Bridget had uh, Kevin covered by a bit, but Kevin had Travis Kelsey who put up twenty eight points. Yeah. So, well, Kelsey, uh, he put up twenty eight points, four touchdowns. Four touchdowns. But he only had yeah. like he had twenty yards, yards receiving. Yeah. Uh, ridiculous. Yeah, it is. It was just. <laughs> It was if they were in the red zone, Kelsey was like, "Oh, let me play some football." Yeah, I mean the the Chiefs literally had four touchdowns and he got all four of them. So. Yep, yep. And uh, old Kevin, I mean Kelsey, we mentioned uh, Khalil Herbert. He started, and uh, at that point, we knew that Montgomery was going to start. So, yeah, 
Herbert wasn't going to give me work. McCaffrey did pretty well. Found the end zone. 100 total yards. Uh, receivers let him down. But Geno Smith, man. Geno Smith, looking good. Hey. I mean, got to do something. Yeah, your DK Metcalf uh, really enjoys seeing that. So I, I uh, don't know if this will continue, but Geno I Smith think that was more the result good. of uh, who they were playing, you know, the Saints. No, I, I agree, but on on the season, Geno Smith has looked pretty darn capable. Yeah, he's not. He's not horrible. I mean, yeah, he's no Cooper Rush. This <laughs> just because you're biased. I mean, all Cooper has to do is go out there and not lose. So, um, <laughs> Geno Smith has scored over thirty points the last two weeks. Um, I mean, of course, it was against uh, uh, you know poor defenses, but still, I mean, those people that go out there and play terribly against poor defenses, so. True. Now, now here I, I do have one head scratcher, and maybe Kevin can answer this. Well, he's the only one that can. <laughs> yeah. um, why Olave is on the bench? Yeah, I know he had a really, really good uh, opportunity with um, uh, Michael Thomas out, and uh, Land. I think Landry was out too. It was pretty much Olave and nobody else. Yeah. So, and it wasn't even a great game for Olave. I mean, he did all right, but. Well, he got knocked out, literally. Um, got yeah, concussed uh, on the touchdown catch. But, yeah, um, I would have rolled him in there for sure. Wouldn't have made a difference, but I agree. It would have uh, It would have brought it close. I mean, that would have knocked have it, it up to you know, just a few points. Yeah. So, um, but, I mean, you know, Kevin put up 125. Uh, he, let's see. He, how many teams would he have beaten? He would have beaten... One, two, three, four, five, six, seven of, you know, more than half the teams that score is good enough to beat. You just ran into the number one team. Yeah, I think I complained about that a couple of years ago where it was like, it seemed like every week I was facing the one or two team and it went off like that for about five weeks. Um, so just bad draw this week. Yeah, you know, there there is a format, and I'll mention that. I think I've mentioned it before. Um, there's a format that gives you the opportunity to win uh, two points each week. So, you know, the way that we play this is heads up. So if you win, you get, you know, quote-unquote a point. Um, but every week, if you are if you win your matchup, you get a point. And if you are in the top half of scoring, you get a point. So right. this week, you know, Kevin would have gotten – one point, right? Bridget would have gotten two points because she won and she was in the top half scoring. So that kind of normalizes things for people that score good, like they're, they're having good weeks, they're just running into bad luck. And, uh, you know, at the end of the year, you just kind of decide who goes to the playoffs based on how many points they have. So, I don't know. Maybe I'll, maybe I'll put that for a vote next year and see how it works out. Yeah, I mean, I, that, I, that's pretty much what I've seen in some other leagues where they do the point system like you're talking about. Um, but I think I'd vote against it. I'm, I'm, I like the heads up. <laughs> you just complained like, about it, <laughs> but you're going to go with it. I'm going to complain about having bad luck, but <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's my own okay. damn fault. You know, maybe I need to go pick a four-leaf clover or some shit. I don't know. <laughs> Shove a horseshoe up your uh, something like So – I, you know, I'll complain about it, but that's what makes it interesting. Uh, 
It's true. Luck, luck is a big part of the game. I think we're all aware of that. I mean, I, I, I'd rather be lucky than good anyway, so. There you go. Well, I think that's so, a good note to sign off on. Yeah, yeah. Sounds like a plan. Yep. Made it through the matchups. Good luck to everybody uh, next week, except for Rebecca and whoever yeah. Eugene's playing. I have no idea. <laughs> yeah. I don't know either. But uh, uh, Oh, geez. I'm going to give somebody their first uh, win. Oh, you're playing Kenny? Yeah. All right. I guess we'll see. We will see. All right, man. We'll sign off, and uh, we'll see everybody next week. Uh, everybody have a good night. All right. Later, guys.